Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello NRL fans, welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host Matt Namofsky. Welcome to another episode in the 2022 season preview. We're up to the top four. It is the fourth place side in our power rankings. It is the Melbourne Storm. Their 2021 finish obviously lost in the prelim final. I think the collective fan mindset heading into this season, again, we pick a song every episode. To me, it's Stronger by Kanye West. We keep saying it every year. Is this the year? Is this the year? It's got to be this one. Cameron Smith goes, Cooper Cronk goes, Greg Inglis goes. All the guys, Josh Adekar this year with a bunch of the forwards next year. I think they just, uh, the machine keeps rolling and another top four finish for us all. But let's get into what they did in the offseason because it's probably the most interesting offseason they've had in quite a while. Let's go through the games. Xavier Coates comes down from Brisbane. Nick Meany, Josh King, William Warbrick, and Jaden Nicarima come in. And some big losses. Josh Adokar, Nico Hines, Dale Finucane, Aaron Booth, Max King. We're still going. Brenko Lee, Aaron Penne, Riley Jacks, Tyson Smoothie, and Dan Atkinson. So as you can see, there's a lot of guys who are familiar with the system. Um, a couple of cover guys, especially in Nico, Booth, and Jax. But let's go through the starting lineup because I think this will give us a bit of an idea of where they are heading this season. Ryan Pappenhausen is the fullback on the wings, George Jennings and Xavier Coates. The centers, Remus Smith, Justin Olam. In the halves, probably the best half combo in the game, Cameron Munster, Jerome Hughes. Up front, Jesse Bromwich with Cameron Welch with Harry Grant at hooker. In the back row, Felice Cafusi, Ken Bromwich, and the Cheese, Brandon Smith, starting at 13. On the bench, I've got a big bench here. Josh King, Tepai Maroa, Trent Lurio, and Chris Lewis with Coach Craig Bellamy. Some of the squad battles to look out for, and obviously guys who will be up next, you got Dean Aramia, Nick Meany, Jack Horwath, uh, you got Will Walbrick, you got Cooper Johns, Tom Ozenhuth, Jaden Nicarima, Nelson Osofa-Solomona. That is obviously, he will be in that side if the vaccination status is rectified, and Tui Kamakamika. They do start the season with a bunch of bad boys on the sidelines. you got Harry Grant, who was obviously suspended from the grand final. Then the off-season one-game suspensions of Cameron Munster, the Cheese, Brandon Smith, and Chris Lewis. From that lineup, as you can see, there are going to be some unfamiliar faces in the lineup. A couple of new guys uh, that have been there for a while, but new roles for them. You look at Harry Grant in the starting nine jersey. Your cheese will have to play lock, uh, I think, with this team, unless Nass goes in a lock there. Uh, they're going to be re- relying on some of their guys that have been coming through the system, um, you know, and some of the guys that they've purchased. But, again, it's, it's going to be a very competitive side, top four side. The most important player to me is Brandon Smith. It's his last year at the club. You've obviously got the Kafusi brothers as well. Sorry, Kafusi and the Bromwich brothers who are leaving as well next season. Cameron Munster, big money contract up in the air. But Brandon Smith, he needs to play 13 I think there's many times where Harry Grant will need to be spelled, uh, whether they play hooker on the bench. I think Brandon Smith will have to go close to playing 80 minutes for the first time in his career. I really do think that um, they're going to need him to go the 80. Might need Harry Grant as well. But the biggest pro for this team is obviously their experience. They've still got a bunch of experience in big pieces. That will change next season. But for this season, they're, they're positioned for a very good final tilt at it if the, this is the coming of the end. One of the cons... Again, you're going to need to blood new players and new responsibilities, not just for this season, but next season. Uh, you kind of look at this four pack now. Look at it right now. I've got the eight, the 11, the 12, and the 13 all leaving. Um, that's some big shoes to fill. So, you know, guys like Lewis and Lirio, Josh King, um, you know, Harwath, all, all these guys, they're going to need to 
um, step up and really do a job for them. Let's go to Supercoach Corner because this is a team every season there is a lot of Supercoach potential in this side. The gun, Ryan Pappenhausen, in a draft league, he's going to go top three, four, uh, and I think he's in nearly everyone's classic side. Some of the other guys, obviously Cameron Munster had a bit of a down year last year. I expect him to go really big. Jerome Hughes is another one who gets better and better. Harry Grant, Brandon Smith, those guys are going to be consistently picked in the top two rounds and I'm thinking a bunch of teams. So they've got a bunch of players. Someone who's going to go overs, I think it will be Xavier Coates. People will just expect him to slide into Adokar's wing role and just pick up 20 tries. I actually think they're going to go more right side dominant this year. I think George Jennings, Remus Smith will get the bulk of the attack there. I uh, could be wrong. Uh, I do see, obviously, Nick Meany being a pretty good handcuff to Ryan Pappenhausen owners. So that will be one to watch. And then, obviously, Dean Aramia has been someone who has always been touted as, you know, when he gets a start, he's a very good pick up and play. So those guys are the ones there. My Smokey would be Trent Lirio. I've had him all last season in Classic. He was a good hold. And then when he got, obviously, on the field, he consistently pumped out good scores. I'm all up on him this year. You look at that back row, obviously, if there is any guys out, I think he is the logical next man up. So I think he would be a very nice late sleep if you're playing with an extended bench this year. That could be definitely one to go to. But again, this is one of those guys teams that, you know, the majority of the starting 13, if not all the starting 13, will be collected. Me personally, you know, from a draft side, if you can get Pappenhausen and Munster, obviously, of course. But George Jennings, Remus Smith, for me, are two guys that I'm really keen on. I think the cheese has to go high in a league, and I think Cameron, uh, Cameron Christian Welsh um, needs to be um, really up there because he's just one of those guys, and we've said it multiple times in the podcast, he's one of the guys, yes, and best front rows, you've got to have him in there. My prediction here, I think, again, they will go back to the prelim final and come up a bit short. Uh, I do believe Cam Munster will get the big contract extension. I think he will re-sign. This is not Munster's last year. I did think at certain stages... Throughout last year in this offseason, it may be the last hurrah for Cam, but I think Melbourne will pony up. They'll give him the money. He's been there, and they'll continue to do very good business. But it will be a another season of excellence, I think, for the Storm, um, and I think you're going to see a lot of guys come through. They will blood. Uh, they're not going to obviously just come in around one next year and go cold turkey. They will blood, and they will be one of the best teams for us. So thanks for listening, guys. That was team number four. The Storm will be back with team number three in the next episode. So thanks for listening. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.